Welcome to MindSculpt, where I'm here to help you shape your thinking so you can change your life. My name is Jamin Floor, the host and creator of this podcast. And if you love this podcast, if you'd like to help this podcast to grow, if you could share this podcast with somebody that you care about, and also if you would leave a rating and a review, and it just takes a few minutes to do this, that would really help this podcast as it would show other people what kind of topics that we cover and also whether or not this podcast is the kind of podcast they'd like to listen to. And it would just help this to grow and it would also do me a huge favor. I really appreciate it. Now, getting into today's topic, we're going to be starting with a quote by George Orwell. And he was an author. He wrote the book 1984, this huge controversial book from the 1940s. And one of the quotes that he has says, the further a society drifts from truth, the more it will hate those who speak it. And as I was coming up with the idea for this podcast episode, I've noticed things in our culture that have started to change. And I've also seen certain things that while reading his book, 1984, were weird parallels that I've noticed not only in our culture, but in other cultures as well, in other countries that are pushing certain ideas or certain things are starting to tilt their societies in a direction that honestly, it seems like we may be going ourselves. Now, if you haven't read the book, 1984, I would recommend it highly. It's a fictional idea, but when you're reading it, try to imagine you actually either live in this place, and Orwell does a really good job of actually putting you in that perspective, but also imagine that there are certain things that are almost warning signs to show us how things can go if we're not careful, if we don't pay attention, if we don't decide to be involved in the way that our country and our culture is leaning. And one of the things that I thought about while I was reading this book And as I was going through the ideas that he presents of totalitarian states and dystopias and how speech is controlled and how ideas and thoughts are are changed and manipulated to control a whole group of people and what happens when ideas and thoughts and even speech gets controlled to the point where People can't believe what they believe or they can't say what they want to say. And then also the consequences of if they do choose to speak up or not to agree with this totalitarian state. So there's all these different things that were going through my head. And as I was reading the book, I was kind of putting them into parallel with where we are as a country at the moment. And I started asking myself certain questions. A lot of these questions had to do with what do we do when what's popular is actually wrong or is actually not morally correct? And what are we going to do when what we're being told is true is actually objectively not true? I also ask myself, what are the dangers of keeping silent when these lies are being told? What are the dangers of keeping silent when all around us, the truth is viewed as hateful, dangerous, or unacceptable? Or what if we are being told that what we believe is bigoted, or it's old-fashioned, or it's hateful, or it just isn't accepted, or it's not the ways that we do things anymore? 
What happens to a society when people who search for and hold close to the truth are actually told to be silent or they're hated for what they believe in or they're demonized as if they're animals that they need to be exterminated? There's so many examples in history that actually give us clear examples of what the silencing and controlling of speech does, not just to individuals, but to a culture as a whole. And all these examples show how controlling speech doesn't just make things fall apart over time, but they actually corrupt and poison the souls of the people who are actually going along with this controlled speech. So as I was thinking about all these ideas and asking myself these questions and trying to figure out how can we get to the bottom of how we can change these tides that are shifting and how we can push back on certain things that are being pushed onto us, I started asking myself like a lot of these questions of what can we actually do about this? How do we decide that we're actually going to stand up for what we believe and we're not going to stand for the things that we're being fed every day or the things that are being shoved down our throats. I believe, personally, that it's speaking up. I believe that our voices are the things that we need to actually use to influence things to change in a different direction. And I believe that when we sit back and when we we become or we stay silent, it actually perpetuates all the problems that we've been noticing or that have been starting to pop up in the past few decades. And these problems only exist because of the fact that people in the past have started to be tolerant or be okay with certain things and not want to rock the boat or they don't want to speak up. They don't want to cause problems. They don't want to make waves. They don't want to hurt people's feelings. And because of that desire not to hurt people's feelings, we've gotten to the place where now we are being told or almost forced to go along with and believe things that are just not true. And there's so many of these things that are so obvious in our culture today. And if you do try to stay close to what you believe is the truth or what objectively is the truth, because there has to be objective truth in the world, that this place can't exist without that. We, we can't have society, we can't have order, we can't have laws, we can't have government, we can't have structure unless there is objective truth. And personally, I believe the objective truth comes from God, but this idea that truth is not objective is something that is being forced and being thrown out all over the place now. And it's this idea of truth in, in and of itself is being attacked. And, they're try- and people are trying to make truth something that you that anybody can choose, something that is just out there for anybody to define. And if that is the definition of truth, then there cannot technically be any truth at all. So one of the questions that I ask myself is, how is truth being attacked today? First of all, truth is being claimed to be subjective, like I just mentioned. Truth is being claimed to be something where you as an individual get to define it and nobody else gets to define it for you. And you get to live the life that you want to live and you get to say the things that you want to say. And everybody should be able to say the things that they want to say. I believe that personally because it's a free country and we we were founded on the freedom of speech and that's what keeps us free. But when 
truth is defined as whatever is real to the person or whatever their feelings tell them or whatever they experience, their experience of reality is reality. That cannot actually keep us or bring us into a cohesive and a strong structured society or culture. And so when we're being told that truth is subjective, then there is no way that we can actually hold up consistent standards or we can't hold up virtues or values and we can't actually follow after an ideal in our cultures or in our lives. Our individual lives have to be based on what kind of ideals we're striving after. So when truth is based on each and every individual person's ideas or their opinions or their feelings, then we can't actually come to conclusions on what kind of ideals we're supposed to be striving for in our lives. Where you can't come to conclusions on what kind of ideals or standards or values we're supposed to be shooting for. So this just confuses things and it actually makes it to where anybody can believe anything and they can't be told that they're wrong. And you can't actually speak up into that person's life and hold a mirror to their life and say, this is wrong. Because to them, it's right. And society has told them that their objective or their subjective view on things is correct. Another way and truth is being attacked is that language is used to control thought. And if you've ever tried paying attention to the way that you think, the way that you talk, and trying to mirror those things or trying to actually put those together and see if there's a correlation, there will always be a correlation. The way that you talk to yourself, the way that you talk to other people, the way that you talk about life, the way that you describe the situations and circumstances and experiences you go through, those will determine and will affect the way that you think. So if you can control someone's speech, you can eventually control how they think as well. And it was Hitler, I believe, that said, if you tell a lie big enough and loud enough and long enough, then people will eventually believe it. I'm pretty sure that's not exactly the the quote, but that's paraphrased and that is his idea that lying to people and getting them to lie themselves will eventually start to get them to think the way that you want them to think and to act in the way that you want them to act and their thinking and their actions and their whole lives are geared towards the way that you want them to to be and so when they're trying to when people are trying to control how the truth is being used language is a huge part of this And you have to be careful when you are going through your life and paying attention to how you're changing your language to accommodate or to make other people around you feel more, maybe less less attacked or maybe more safe or whatever these words are that people are using. And if you're changing your language, you have to realize that it's going to change your thought as well, your thought process. Another way is media. Media is being used currently to change the truth or to manipulate the truth or to only focus us on certain things that keep us distracted from the truth. And this is all over the place. And it's actually one of the things that's a lot more common nowadays, which is media kind of having this narrative or all these different media outlets that seem to be on the same page about a lot of things. And what 
we've noticed, what I've noticed at least, and what I've heard is starting to be more popular is that people are actually starting to have less and less trust in these big media sources. And what we're doing is people are starting to drift away from big media sources because we know that there's something about them that just seems off or there's something that seems not so helpful when it comes to how they actually provide information or what kind of information they're actually providing. Because a lot of it is either just negative based or it's the world is ending or it's things that seem so insignificant when in reality there are other things going on that are more important that they could be talking about, but they're not. And so this media, when you are using media to influence the thoughts and ideas and the things that people see and the things that they believe, there are, if you pay attention, there are a lot of these different media influences that are actually shifting things or trying to. There seems like there's an agenda behind them. And this is one of the ways that truth is actually being manipulated or twisted. And it's doesn't it doesn't take too much of a a rocket scientist or a genius to really see this stuff. It's honestly been made really clear in the past several years and a lot of people seem to be waking up to it. One of the other ways that truth is actually being attacked or twisted or changed today is this idea that I got from Orwell's 1984 book, and it's actually called Doublethink in the book. And this is one of the things that he talks about a lot and is actually one of the ways that the totalitarian state actually influences and controls the people that it actually has power over. And doublethink is actually used to stop people from being able to reason for themselves because it is believing or thinking two different ideas that contradict each other at the exact same time. So when you do this, when you start to realize that there's a lot of ideas, there's a lot of concepts, there's a lot of beliefs that are being pushed out and being being propagated and all these ideas that are being being blown up and pushed in our face, there's many times these ideas that are directly contradictory to each other and they can't possibly exist at the same time, but we're taught that we should believe them at the same time. And there's so many different examples of this and I don't have time to get into those right now, but there's so many people today that are just accepting that whatever it is that they see in this popular narrative or whatever ideas or whatever ideas or concepts or these beliefs that they're supposed to have, they just basically eat them up and they they just believe whatever they're told, even if it doesn't really correspond with reality or even if it doesn't really have a hold on what reality really is. And so they just accept whatever it is that's put in front of them. They accept whatever it is that is on TV or on social media. They don't question anything. And when a whole society does this, eventually people will start to just believe whatever they're told and they'll start to let themselves be controlled and be geared in a certain direction. They'll start to let themselves be pushed and they'll start to follow along with whatever it is that the influence of this totalitarian state, if you want to call it that, will actually push in front of them. And these are just just different examples, a few different examples of why 
our truth is being attacked or how truth is being attacked, especially. And when we're thinking about this and when we're paying attention, if you start to kind of look around you and just see how the world is changing in different ways, you have to realize that if truth is being attacked, then there is a direct reason for it and there is a direct agenda behind it. And that's because truth, when it stands by itself, it doesn't have to prove itself or it doesn't have, it proves itself by being the truth. The reason why truth has to be attacked is because when lies are put up against the truth, lies can't hold up against the truth. So when you have a true idea or a true concept or a true belief, you can throw lies at it all day long and the truth will always disprove the lie, but it doesn't work vice versa. If you have a lie and you believe that lie or you have ideas that are lies that are definitely not true, you can put truth in front of that lie all day long and the truth will always still disprove that lie. So then, like I said a second ago or a few minutes ago, why would it be important for the truth to be attacked? And it's because if lies are being pushed out or if lies are being forced onto people, then the truth will disintegrate those lies. And if the intention is for people to eventually believe the lies, then the truth cannot be something that people can have access to because it will actually disprove the lies that are being encouraged or the lies that are being reinforced or the lies that are being pushed out. So then my next big question was, how do we turn this tide that is coming in our direction and that is changing our culture and sending it in a direction we maybe don't want it to go. First of all, we need to make our thoughts our own. And like I mentioned earlier, your thoughts are a big part of this. The way that you think will affect the way that you speak and the way that you take action, the things that you do. And you have to realize that your thoughts, you have to protect. You have to protect your thoughts because anything that you let in there will eventually become the garden of your life, the garden or the desert of your life if you don't actually plant the right seeds. And if you think of a thought as a seed, if every thought is a seed and then everything you plant in your mind is going to grow eventually, You have to be careful on what you allow yourself to think about, what you allow yourself to believe. You have to really test and put through a filter the ideas that are presented to you. So if our society is telling you that there are certain things you should believe, there are certain things that are just true, there are certain things you can't question, then honestly, you probably should question those things. There's a lot of these things that we are being told today that is we are being told it, this is just a fact and we have to practice testing these ideas. We have to put them through a trying by fire process. And a lot of times if we don't question the ideas that we are actually being given, then we can't possibly know if we believe th- these things because we believe them or be- we believe them because we are told them. The second thing that we can do in order to turn the tide is to ask better questions. And one of the quotes that I heard a while ago was, the quality of your questions equals the quality of your life. And 
if you ask better questions in your life, you're going to get better answers. And those better answers can lead you to actually taking better action, creating better habits, creating a better environment for yourself, finding better people. There's all these different things that come from just asking better questions. And I could get deeper into that, but if we had the time, then I'd be here for the next hour. But if you start to practice asking yourself better questions on the things that you believe, the things that you do on a daily basis, the things that you you see, the, the information you consume on a re- regular basis, the things that you are practicing, the people you hang around, if you start to ask yourself better questions, then over time, you will, like I said, you'll get to test these ideas and test these answers that you get. And you'll start to find out what is really true and what is really sustainable. Another thing we could do to help turn the tide is to use your words with power and use your words with belief. And you need to realize that your words have power. You have an effect on everybody that you're around. You have a responsibility to affect those people that you're around. I feel this whenever I'm in a place where there are certain things either being talked about or said or ideas that are being thrown around and nobody is speaking up for the truth, but everybody is kind of going along with the things that are being said or the things that are popular to say or popular to believe. And you have to realize that if you believe something strongly and if you know why you believe those things, if you know your reasons, if you've researched them, if you've work them out yourself if you have really dove deep into them and you understand it deeply. You expressing your thoughts, expressing your ideas, that has a power and an influence that you don't understand yet and has more of an influence than you might think. Your words really do matter. You have to pay attention to that. You have to actually take that with as much seriousness as you possibly can. You also have to build and develop your courage if we want to actually be able to turn this tide. We have to be able to speak up when it's not popular. We have to be able to speak up when we're not wanted to speak up. When we are feeling like nobody will listen or nobody will care or we'll get ostracized or we'll get pushed out and exiled or we'll get there's this cancel culture thing going on. With all of this stuff going on, we have to build our courage. One of the things that Nelson Mandela said was, I learned that courage was not the absence of fear, but the triumph over it. The brave man is not he who does not feel afraid, but he who conquers that fear. And I believe that building courage is conquering your fear over and over and over again. Enough times to where it just becomes repetition. And it's a constant repetition we have to practice throughout all our lives. And just like muscle, just like a skill or a practice, if you don't use it, you lose it. And if we do not practice speaking up for the truth, if we do not practice asking ourselves better questions, if we not practice using our words to impact the people around us, if we don't practice even questioning and using our thoughts and being protective of the thoughts that are going our go into our mind and go into our thinking processes, then we will eventually follow along with this shift in culture that is going to take us down a road that we are not going to be able to survive one day. Or we're just going to follow along with these slave mindset ideas and these things that are going to push us into these these places and these 
this way of being and this idea of culture that is going to really corrupt and destroy the freedoms that we have, the individualism that we have, and the beliefs that we were based on. I know this was a bit of a different type of episode for me, and I really hope that you got something out of it. And if this episode was helpful to you in any way, share it with someone that you care about. And if you'll do me a huge favor and leave me a rating and review like I mentioned in the beginning, and if you share it with someone that you care about, that way you could just help this podcast to grow and help me to make this the best podcast that I possibly can. Thanks for spending time with me today. Now go out there and plant a seed of hope in someone else's life so that they too can grow into who they were created to be. Mm-hmm.